listener production. Warm, enjoyable and chock full of nuts. Just like your sneaky mid-morning brownie. And I can't live without it! It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Well, it was an epic game last night. The Matildas' glory run coming to an end in the tournament. I mean, there is a 3-4 playoff on Saturday, which will be big. But um, got to tell you, Matt, what what a ride they've taken us on over uh, this they've month. They've inspired us all. And I tell you what, it's very difficult to climb to the top of Everest, you know. Uh, so, And there's no shame mm. in getting three quarters of the way up and trying again next time. Top four in the world. That's pretty amazing. Yep. No, they're very, very good. Done a lot of people proud. And also, I've seen some serious boosts to, you know, Sydney FC memberships mm-hmm. to um, grassroots level Girls signing up to play. I mean, this is this. This is this is what what football in this country needed, and we can't have been more proud of them. Absolutely, and it's come a long way. Um, I mean, back in the day, um, they almost the Matildas almost suffered the indignity of being involved in some content hosted by Alex Dyson. I'm going to tell you that story in a moment. Um, it comes off the back of some news Matt O'Kai's been looking at, but look, it's. Incredible stuff. I feel it's like a turning point in Australia. It's been so fun getting around it uh, for the last little while. We'll be there on Saturday, but should, until then, should we jump into a little uh, little all-day breakfast? Let's do it. Hope you're having a good one. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, have you been following this Kylian Mbappe Saudi Arabia oh, business. I was talking to someone about this the other day <laughs> where they were like, they asked how, how, who are the biggest paid sports stars. And I said, well, recently there's been a pitch to get Mbappe, French superstar soccer player, um, to play in Saudi Arabia. How much? Four for a year? Oh, just the 1.1 1. 1 bill. I know. 770 million, like US, 1.1 1. 1 billion Australian for one year year for one man for one year on your soccer team. <laughs> I think that's a $300 million like signing fee to like get him away from his current contract. So I'm not sure yeah. he gets the one point. He won't get all the one the billion, but it, but I mean, he's going to get a substantial amount. And Cristiano Ronaldo is playing in Saudi Arabia. I've just seen uh, Brazilian star Neymar is reportedly set to move to Al Hilal. Um, a Ronaldo's rival club, actually, in Saudi Arabia. He's getting uh, $338 million. And I don't know whether it's true or not, but I also heard that Neymar gets private jet on demand, full-blown mansion with staff, only yeah. something like an $80,000 win for every fee, 80,000 euro win, uh, win bonus, right? Which is, you know, nothing when you're talking <laughs> about $330 million. But also... Apparently gets 500,000 euro per positive Saudi Arabia post that he does on his Instagram. Oh my goodness. Now, I don't know whether that's 100% true. It was on, I just saw it on Instagram, but I mean, a million, a billion, Bron, how strong are your values? (laughs) (laughs) My jaw literally dropped to the floor when I heard that number. Yeah, that's (laughs) a lot of money. From a country who, if you're paying half a mil per positive story about your country, has a few things they want to get out of the headlines. <laughs> but I think you brought this up because everyone has a price. Because <laughs> you're not. 
doing that. You're just taking money from people who potentially know someone who knows I someone mean, who has done that. I just, I just wonder, like, I mean, shout out to Mbappe for, he's declined it. I don't think there was ever any real decision to do it. He's just said, no, keep your billion. He'll probably get, you know, half a billion from someone else. So it's, you're not saying no to a billion. Yeah, exactly. It's not like he's saying no to a billion from Saudi Arabia and is saying yes to 120,000 from the Brisbane Raw. Like he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he'll be doing just fine. Yeah. Plus a, uh, a $200 voucher to, to the, um, the old chicken treat down near Nidrapilly <laughs> for every goal scored. Apparently, you know, um, Vice magazine, according to theguardian.com, has repeatedly blocked news stories that could offend the Saudi government. Wow. Um, so this article says, leaving its reporters unsure if they are still able to report freely. Mm. That's like the moral quandary of journalists well, at this stage. And, and Saudi Arabia's getting into it. That was the whole live golf tour where they're just paying millions to golfers. They, um, yeah, I... Formula One fans are always a little bit uh, iffy every time that the Formula One in Saudi Arabia comes around every year. Mm. Then there's the the line that you mentioned the other day, the the new city thingy city. that's happening. It's pretty. It's pretty. Which crazy I gotta stuff. say, it looks pretty impressive. Matt, what what's your price? Well, I mean, come on, if they a billion dollars, Matt and Alex all day breakfast, <laughs> live. I know what the issue, I mean, of course it'd be, it's, it's, mm. everyone, everyone has their morals and yeah. their values. So if someone emails us and says, hello, <laughs> here from the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, love the show. We want to get you and Alex <laughs> hosting the Saudi Arabian breakfast show. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going anywhere without Bron. All right. <laughs> so... One year contract, $500 million for you, Matt. <laughs> Would you do it? Would we be waking up? With Saudi Arabia every morning. I mean, <laughs> Play so what's the what's the official currency of Saudi Arabia? Drop that coin. What, the Saudi <laughs> Labour. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, it, it takes a lot to say no to a billion dollars, and I mm. respect that quite a lot. And look, every now and again, you face these sort of things, right? I remember getting asked, and this is, this is to do with the Matildas actually, this is years ago now, but following Matildas for many years, got asked to host a video for wishing them well for a Portuguese tournament they were playing in. Okay. We're mm. going to do some Portuguese da dancing, learn the Portuguese language, um, make some Portuguese tarts with Matildas players, right? Sounded great, but it was sponsored by a fossil fuel company, right? Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking about as well. So Alex, can you host this? It's a little video. And I'm like, well, on one hand, I love the Matildas and I want them to do well and be successful and, you know, get their faces out there and all that sort of stuff. But, and I looked at, okay, what happened to last year's video? And they had an Australian accent come out in a box that had this company's logo on every side. And then the <laughs> box fell down and this person was standing inside the box. <laughs> And the Matildas are like, way. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I can stand that. Because I was really annoyed at Scott Morrison holding up the coal in Parliament at the time. Mm. I'm like, I can't really be on one hand annoyed at that. And then suddenly accept money from this 
a company who makes petrol and petroleum products. Yeah, I hear you. So I, I hear you. But what? Well, sorry, I get getting to the point. Someone would do that video anyway, right? Yeah. So if I say yes to the money, and then say I donate the money to a conservation foundation somewhere. Is that a better thing? Like, should we host the Saudi Arabian breakfast show and we just donate our money to free journalism and, uh, well, you know, renewable it. energy with, and that sort of stuff? With $500 million, you, you do it for the year, right? Mm. You cop the L for the year <laughs> and then you bring home $500 million each and you chuck a couple of milli building the communities and safety mm. that you want. Ron, would you be our producer on the Saudi Arabian breakfast show? <laughs> would I be allowed to? I've got to tell you, I don't yeah, think... Bron gives me a lift home and we're not even married. <laughs> i got to tell you, I don't know whether Saudi Arabia wants us <laughs> after, after this break. I suspect that they're probably quite happy to bypass us uh, when it comes to their breakfast shows. Um, but no, look, it, it is really, truly extremely um, interesting stuff because it is unfolding and the questions are being asked of a lot of sports players a lot of journalists, a lot of media. I had a friend who was doing um, tourism ads in Saudi Arabia as well. We, we, there was, you know, mm -hmm. people in Australia, influencers who were doing tourism work uh, over there as well. So questions are constantly being asked. What's the price? That's it. Yeah. On one side, you've got these architectural developments. You've got the sport. You've got a lot of cash. But, uh, Matt, you've been taking a little look as to uh, what Amnesty International has to say about the particular country and regime setup they've got going well, on over there. Well, that's it. I mean, if you're wondering why uh, someone might not want to do that, I'm not, I can't be speak for Kylian Mbappe, but, um, you know, amnesty.org.uk uh, has an article here, 10 ways that Saudi Arabia violates human rights, uh, things like no free speech, women are widely discriminated against. Would you say, sorry, rightly discriminated Widely against? discriminated widely, against. Sorry. Just mate. Gonna say, mate, hold up. Not itching for that billion yet. Yeah, God. I just heard the, the 500,000 going into your bank account there <laughs> so, with that little comment, mate. Um, hey, there is a thing. Uh, apparently there is Saudi Vision 23 where there's human rights reforms, but we will wait and see. What website are you getting that? Is that from Amnesty as well? <laughs> that, Amnesty have not said that one. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, that's from the, uh, direct from the Saudi government website. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so anyways, um, it's good to have this balance on the show, you know, it's great to show both sides of the argument here. Yeah. Uh, Amnesty International. Let's hear from their side of the story. <laughs> um, oh, that, that's just oh, nothing. Boy. Brush that to the side. Mm. Uh, but anyways, now you can understand the, the people, are, why why sports players in particular, and a lot of the sports players around the world are skeptical of joining mm. these big leagues that are happening. Ah, okay. Well, that's good. Because I was just talking to my uh, deadbeat ex-boyfriend and he was just telling me, babe, I've changed. <laughs> so I'm considering believing him this time. That's good stuff. <laughs> I was watching the footy over the weekends, Matt O'Kine, a little bit of AFL, sprinkled with some World Cup, and that that halftime break, twenty minutes, it just it just hit me at that time. What? Well, you just think, well, what can I do for twenty minutes? Oh, it's it's a bit annoying, isn't it? You think just keep playing. <laughs> 
Who needs it? Why do you need a rest? Yeah, athletes. Haven't we all been, like, we've been sitting down for 45 minutes. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Play it out. <laughs> See how it goes. Why? So what did you do? Well, it's, my tummy got a little bit of a hankering and I thought, you know what might be good? Is walk down to my local gelato emporium oh. and just, just give myself a little treat for that second half. You know, the perfect 20 minutes. And by the time I get back, we're ready to go again. I've got my ice cream. We're sorted. Okay. I'm Good on gonna, you. I'm going to do this night right, you know? Yeah. My team was winning. And so I'm like, how can we make this even better? Unfortunately, as I left my place, walked past the neighbor's house, right? Door mm. opens just as I'm going past. I'm, I'm across the road from this as well. It's on this little laneway, across the laneway. Door opens. Man there with a dog, which runs out of its house immediately barking at me. Mm -hmm. And I go behind a car. It follows me around the car, biting at my ankles, barking at me. And I'm going, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I put my foot, you know, you put the bottom of your foot up. And so it's not getting your ankles. Like it's sort of, you've got it there to protect yourself a little bit. Mm. And the owner's like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, he's biting at my ankles. And he's like, he, he's biting you. I go, no, he's biting up at my ankles and barking. He goes, oh, so he's barking. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, oh, so big, scary dog. Yeah, that's terrifying. As I'm walking down to get the ice cream. And I, I tell you what, it oh. ruined my appetite, mate. Oh, dear. This guy who doesn't have a dog on the lead, he obviously got not control, no control of it. Of it. He's obviously not a very good dog. And it's, you know why dogs aren't good dogs? Usually because they don't have good owners. And then he's embarrassed <laughs> that his dog is such a runt that it's running after people in the middle of the night barking that he starts turning it on, on me and antagonising me for being scared of his white little white dog. Nah, I've had enough of it with dog people, mate. What what kind of pet owner is this? Bro, i got to tell you, having a toddler teaches you a lot about Dog people, all right? <laughs> Here's just a little message to all the dog owners out there. I know you love your little mate. I know you love them. Oh, they, you know, cuddle you every time they come home. Oh, the love of affection of a pet and blah, blah, blah. A four-year-old doesn't know that your dog wouldn't hurt a fly. Mm. They don't know that, all right? So don't let them go near them and lick them and sniff around them, Okay. Also, you don't know what flies your dog will hurt. Mm. Stories all the time. Yep. Dog's just suddenly losing it and biting a bloody kid's face off. Well. All right, so just keep your dog on a leash and luckily, stop letting them sniff around kids. Luckily, it didn't come to that, but yeah, I have spent days now thinking about what do I say? Because now I've got to walk past the house all the time. I'm going to see this guy again. Am I going to have to have a conversation here? Just go, hey, mate, can you maybe just keep your dog in control? Yeah. Why do you feel the need to antagonize me when you are the one in the wrong here? I'm just walking down to get my little strawberry ice cream. I know. What am I doing wrong? And then his dog is a... Is, 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 no, let's I face may have it, had it was my pigtails skipping back home with my little cone. It was attacking you. It was attacking yes. you. I'm going to say it was attacking you. And you're supposed to be okay with that. Pull your head in, dog owners, honestly. People know there's good pet owners and bad pet owners. 
I had a friend was at a picnic one time. On the, the dog runs up, starts eating their food off the rug. It's like, get out of here. Get it's like getting into it. And then she, she's like, my dog can't eat this stuff. It's like <laughs> going off at the people whose food this untamed animal is getting. It. The people don't aren't feeding your dog. Get it out of there. Well, I mean, it sounds like bloody Joe Biden's dog. Have you heard about Joe Biden's dog, Commander? Oh, no, what's Commander gotten up to? Well, he's broken protocol 10 times in a five-month period. They've had to lock him up. They've had to lock the president's dog up because it's had 10 biting incidents. <laughs> keeps biting Commander him. is biting people? <laughs> yes. 10 biting attacks. So the president can't even control his own dog. See that? To me, red flag. Red flag. This is what the bloody conservatives should be going after, not Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> Bloody the commander biting spree. The biting Biden. Yeah. You know what we say when Biden's biting? Biden. <laughs> bye. Bye-bye, Biden. Goodbye, Den. Biden, Biden. <laughs> so anyway, who are the worst pet owners you've met over the years? Yeah, Jazz got in touch, said, my best mate's dog keeps stealing my worn undies and chewing the crotch out of them. <laughs> That would get annoying. I don't know if I would be flattered or annoyed or both. <laughs> He's flirting with you, Jazz. <laughs> I mean, you'd arguably, you'd be like, well, uh, I got something. You know yeah. what I mean? The dog likes something. <laughs> Those pheromones, you know, you're working in good areas there, Jazz. Uh, Jackie said, my neighbors let their dog shit on my lawn and never pick it up. Oh, it's like, it's over the borderline. Well, it's your problem now. Hang oh, on. nah. I remember, yeah, our neighbours used to have a dog was growing up and my dad would make me mow the nature strip and you come up and there's a big old poo in the front. He's like, I'm not mowing the mower off. You've got to go get your shot and get it, get rid of it. Oh, no. Nah. Like, just, you're ruining everyone's day here. Yeah. Hado said, literally anyone that lets their filthy mutt lick their face, disgusting. <laughs> that is a real ick. <laughs> I can't do the kisses. Yeah, the doggy yeah. kisses. <laughs> oh. Yeah, don't love that. Oh, they're hot breath. Yuck. Ash, my uncle had cats and they used to pee on the carpet all the time. He wouldn't clean it up. He just put newspaper down. Did he put the newspaper over the Wii or was the newspaper on the carpet? In preparation for the Wii. I mean, one of the, we had a, we had a cats growing up and because we didn't want them to shed their hairs on the couch, like dad would put newspaper down on the couch. So then I'm like, now we're just sitting on newspaper. I'm like, what? <laughs> have we lowered ourselves so yeah, much? If an animal shed cat. newspaper onto the couch, that would be really annoying and you'd get it off. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, why am I sitting on yesterday's headlines just so that we can have this cat? I mean, oh, but that poor little cat. Anyways. Aaron, my <laughs> wife's godparents got a Great Dane puppy and then spent heaps of money to send it away to a training school. That's great but they never attended a single session with their own dog. The dog came back and they knew commands, but the owners themselves didn't know what to say to control the dog. <laughs> so the dog ended up being a spoiled little shit all the time and would steal food off people's plates and was generally a massive menace. That's, there's no point in teaching your dog a language if you don't know the yeah. language. <laughs> That's like, hey, my, my dog can speak Italian. Cool. Can you? Nope. Yeah, it's like, I've met a wonderful partner. We don't speak the same language. I'm from Australia. She's from Japan. We're going to have a chat. 
but to make it better, where she's learning Swedish and I'm learning German. <laughs> that will help her bring us together. Perfect. <laughs> And now it's time for... Mind Blown. Yes, that's right. As Australia has been gripped with World Cup fever, I had to take my eyes to a few news stories that revolved around some of the grass that is being used for the FIFA Women's World Cup. I'll tell you what. Damn. You you, right. you search high and wide for these facts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, seriously... We're all enjoying the reaping the benefits of some hardworking people who mm-hmm. work at these uh, stadiums, you know, and think have a, just shed a tear, shed a thought for some of the people who are doing the turf work over at Stadium Australia. Yeah, the big final happening on Sunday, third playoff on Saturday as well. But yeah, it's interesting watching because because of the offside rule is so um, prevalent in soccer. It's interesting watching the lines that they do in a. I've noticed they, they they are across the pitch. Is that to help the VAR? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, so so what ha- what happened is Stadium Australia also had to do the origin, right? So the origin, they're kicking up the turf, they're getting in there, and they were really, really nervous about how the grass is going to hold up. But here's the thing. The grass used for the World Cup is actually a hybrid grass. Some of it is synthetic and some of it is <gasps> real grass. Did you what? know that? No. Yes, thank you. I think I just blew your mind. Well, they've, they've stitched the two together like a polyester it's, cotton blend. They had to, all of the grasses at all the stadiums is brand new grass, right? Mm-hmm. And they've, they have pitch covers that sowing artificial grass into the surface, right? This is how they, they've been doing it. All right. They've been hand mowing with an actual, just a regular lawn mower, 10 lines into each single half. So you've, that's what then helps them for the VAR and everything like that. So they're not out there on the big ride on mowers. These guys are just doing it with well, the I'll old push what, mower that you got at home. You want a good ride on mower at Stadium Australia, just Google the Sydney Olympics closing ceremony. That is some great mower content <laughs> from Stadium Australia. Where do you see, Remember the closing ceremony? Where they no, had a what fake, happened? They had a fake mower that was broken down on the on the pitch. And then it went out of control, hits the stage. The people are doing the speech on the stage fall off. And then it, they go on a chase all through the stadium. <laughs> oh, I did. I can't remember that. I just, I, the only thing I remember in the whole Olympics was, was Nikki Webster. Giving nah, us Google the tricky, it, closing ceremony. The world, the tricky Nikki. Um, no. So FIFA's preference for their pitches is to be a combination of natural and artificial grass, which involves a stitched fiber being sewn into surfaces. So there Damn. you go. That, the, the grass you're seeing is a little bit fake. So they've been, they've been getting a facelift. It's like the hair extensions of grass, like drawing in your eyebrows. They have given grass the Turkish hairlines treatment. They've given, <laughs> they've given it the plugs. That's why it looks so lush. We knew it. <laughs> we knew it. Everyone's getting the plugs, Mexico, mate. You know, a, a retired Australian <laughs> sports person is going to be going, yeah, yeah, I use this grass. <laughs> It's perfect for, <laughs> for my World Cup. Anyway, uh, let's get one of your mind blowns now as well, shall we? Um, Matt.and.alex, send through a voice note. Love hearing your voice for this segment to uh, blow our domes. This week's mind blown comes 
from Elsa. I've got a mind-blowing fact for Matt. Does everybody remember the ketchup song by Last Ketchup? The one that goes, I said a hey, ha, the hey, the hey, and so on and so forth. Um, the rest of the song's in Spanish, but if you translate the Spanish words, it's actually talking about him wanting to have the DJ at the party play his favourite song on the stroke of midnight. And the song that he's referring to is Rapper's Delight by the Sugar Hill Gang. The song that goes, I said a hip, hop, the hip, the hippie to the hip, hip, hop, it don't stop or whatever. And that's what the chorus is. I said a hip, hop, the hip, the hippie to the... What? I had no idea. So the ketchup song is a cover of Rapper's Delight, basically. <laughs> that's so... So he's... It's about a guy who wants to hear a song, and in the song he's, he sings the song. What song do you want to hear? hear? I said a hip, a hip, a hip, a hippie do the hip, the hip, the hip, the I said a hip, hop, a hip, a hippie do the hip, hip, hop, and don't stop the boogie. This is song inception, isn't it? Damn. Imagine writing a song about wanting to hear a different song. It's kind of wild. I tell you what, it's... The perfect way to get the biggest hit in the world, you know, is just to um, just to start it off by going, "What song do you want to hear? I want to hear that song that goes <laughs> da 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 da." Hey Jude, you know that one? <laughs> Sing it again for me. Da 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 da. Number one. I wonder if you have to pay rights for that. That's a that's a tough one. Anyway, join us on tomorrow's podcast where we talk about what podcast we want to listen to. <laughs> yeah, we'll be talking about special skills. <laughs> where we talk about that time that Hamish and Andy did this. Yeah. It'll be funny. We'll be like... <laughs> uh, anyway, hey, you can join us again uh, tomorrow because we're always here for you, hanging out with you on this particular podcast, wherever you found it. Um, it is called Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast, and you can keep in touch with us on at matt.and.alex on Instagram. We'll catch you at Moza. Bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. <laughs>